I'm talking about a little jazzy. And, you know, that's like the up number from The Color Purple. Hello. And at the same time, some of that stuff is just so sad in the show. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> this is Keith Price. <laughs> back on Keith Price's Curtain Call, and I'm here with my yeah. friend Bobby Rivers. Did Simon Cowell get a free ticket to The Color Purple on Broadway? Honey, I'm sure he's waiting backstage for somebody because he do like the, the chocolate. Ooh, how you doing? All right. <laughs> So, yeah, she didn't think she had star quality. And uh, now, mm. look at her. So if you guys have been following along on the podcast, you know yes. that I have done a show where we had made our predictions for what was going to be happening for the yes. television with my friends, uh, Paul Winkler and um, Gregory Allen. And we had a really good chat, and it was really fun because you know it was, everything was fresh. Right. So now we've, you know, I've had time to sift through my thoughts and my choices about it. But at the same time, we didn't have a good kind of conversation that I'd love to mm-hmm. have, you know— it's kind of like kitchen table talk. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You know, when when you get together with your friend and you push start that dishes, peach pie over. I uh, know, right? Because you know, have you seen that video that they have out on online now? It's a um a video with these two guys that are all butch talking about the Tonys and, and the nominations. It is the funniest thing. It's online. If you're on Facebook, I gotta find that. It's like follow me on my Facebook page, Keith Price, or at uh, Keith Price's Curtain Call, and you will see I've posted it there. Uh-huh. Also, too, we're on Twitter at, at KP Curtain Call, which is also kind of a quick hit to miss. And don't forget, now we're available on iTunes. iTunes, and yes, and follow him on Twitter. And follow, follow him on Twitter at Comedy Daddy when I'm doing my comedy there you stuff, go. too. Is, so. play, is Playbill following KP Curtain Call? No, they're not, but they should be. I'm going to call oh. Blake Ross. Don't worry. I got a playbill. Come on. Get it She'll together, people. Me. She's good. Okay, She's fine. good. But we the good it. thing is, is that, of course, the Tonys are coming up. Yes. June 12th, 8 p.m. Eastern time here. We in know New York people City. who are Tony nominees. We know some Tony nominees. Yes. And so what was great is that I didn't get to have as much love for some of the nominees as I wanted to. And I know one of the nominees that is nominated. We're very excited about, as you heard when we came back early at the opening with Tradition, uh-huh. that we are living right now for our best actor in, a <sighs> uh, best lead actor. Best lead actor. In a musical. In a musical. And uh, now, I'm not going to lie, this category is kind of fierce. It there, really is. It is, it is some, fe- I, I'm so sure that everyone that's in there is, supposed to be there right but at the same time it's like you know you can't help but pull for your favorite so we have alex brightman who's doing the school of rock yes amazing performance uh-huh. danny burstein we love us some danny burstein zachary levi for she loves me which yes. is a, he is adorable he's like ice cream vanilla ice cream <laughs> lynn manuel miranda and hamilton hamilton and leslie odom jr in hamilton and <sighs> For this conversation that we're having, Bobby, I wanted to talk to you about the diversity that we have gotten this opportunity to see on Broadway. Yes. How, like, every category is giving you a slap of something fresh and different. It really is. I almost feel bad for white people right now. (laughs) 
Oh, no. That, that's the quote you from know, the magazine article. I almost feel bad for them. But it's not because that, you know, there aren't, it's not a matter of who's qualified or who's not. But what I love is, is that this season, we're getting to see them on stage, see people on stage, and they're getting recognized for the. We're seeing the world that we know exactly, exactly. as minority men, mm-hmm. and this talent that has been around, and it's gotten, it's 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 getting its chance, you know. And so, of course, you know Hamilton. We've, we're thinking that it's going to, you know, someone's going right. to like, you know, I think that what is it they're going to uh, um, cancel each other out. That's, ah, you know, and Leslie Odom Jr., who is amazing as Aaron Burr. Three words: amazing, amazing. Lin Manuel Miranda uh-huh. is just amazing in general. So you know, it's kind of all encompassing. These are people who are so talented that when you see them, you just want to kill yourself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what am I doing with my Why life? Why am I here? You know, and there's Zachary Levi, who mm-hmm. is adorable and really, really nice. I met him a couple of times, and there's a great picture of me on one of my Facebook pages with him. I'm so jealous. Backstage over at uh, She Loves Me. But, uh-huh. but I mean, you know, like all the <laughs> other fans. <laughs> I make it sound like he and I were hanging out afterwards, but in actuality, I was just standing there like pushing people out of the way to get next to him. <laughs> Sign my playbill! <laughs> but anyway, Alex Brightman, also great. But our love, we have a love for this Danny Burstein, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. Danny, first of all, your Tevia, when I talked to him before I left my previous job, we mm-hmm. had this conversation where he had said that he wanted to open his heart to play Tevia. And didn't he ever? Oh, my God. I was telling you, I have seen, this is the third production of Fiddler on the Roof that I've seen. I've seen two other productions. And and as I told you before, it could have been called Fiddler on the Roof or Who's the Black Guy Sitting in the Mezzanine? Because I, I had integrated the audience, but I love the classics. So I saw Fiddler. I even saw, I, I saw the production that Rosie O'Donnell was in. Do you remember that? Okay. I'll plead the fifth. All right. Yeah, I saw it. You know, she was not the greatest Tevia, but, you know, they... <laughs> You better stop. She'll but, come after us. Okay, she'll try. You better. She'll come after us. She knows she's fierce. And Danny, even if I did not know Danny Burstein, right. I would say this. It, this goes to the production, the previous productions I saw on Broadway and the movie. Never before did I cry during the Do You Love Me number. He yes. just touched me. He did. It, it, there's an extra dimension mm-hmm. of warmth and humanity that is in his performance. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. And he is so generous. I mean, it's, it's you get a sense of family, and, I ne- and it brings out how much separation there is. There's such heartbreak in this musical. Yes. You know, like child leaving parent, people being forced off the land. You, you just, there's so much separation. And he's brilliant. He's, he's absolutely brilliant in it. I love it, Danny. And the thing about it for me with this show that I love so much is that one of the things that I saw that was wonderful about that universality of the story. Yeah. It's like there's – you can't be somebody and walk into that that space wherever you come from, unless you don't speak English. Right. But whatever, wherever you come from and not feel something or find a connection to something in that show. Exactly. It's like it's just – it's impossible. It's just impossible. And I think that Danny Burstein is one of those actors who, if you had to say, deserves a cumulative – Tony for his levels of work, 
this certainly would be the one that I would love to see him win a Tony for. Me too. You know, I ain't going to lie and say that I did, you know, Leslie Odom Jr. was I, you know, because Leslie was fabulous. Right. Lynn was, fa- I mean, everyone in this category worked really hard. And so I, you know, it's sort of like it's the best performance of the season or if it's going to be the best performance right. of a, a moment. Like if you're going to only give him one Tony, this is a show that I think he should get the Tony for, and I would not be mad. And yeah, I haven't seen everything that Danny's done. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see Follies. I did see uh, oh. a Drowsy Chaperone. Oh, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we saw Cabaret. And we saw Cabaret. What Danny has done in, in this Tevia is there is, it, it, it's not, it's not thrown in your face, but there's like a set of a sexuality about his Tevia that mm-hmm. you didn't get from the. From like zero myself. <laughs> well, yeah, God bless it. He was, he was <laughs> sorry. He was older, and it, and it's so relevant now. You know, the, we, the immigration was mm-hmm. such a topic last year and this year, right? And um, and you you know that the cast was aware aware of that in this revival, right? And what he's done is is something that I know that he did in South Pacific. In, in South Pacific, he played uh, uh, Luther Billis. Billis, right. Uh, Luther. It's Bill, Billis, right? Billis, yes. It's Billis. And I saw him do that. I went, oh, my gosh, this is the role played the way it should have been played. Mm-hmm. It's just he really put a stamp on it where you really get the fact that these people are at war with a, a foreign enemy, it's World mm-hmm. War II, but the characters are, there's this inner conflict. Each character is at war with him or herself. Right. And uh, and he was a master that he made him, he made him brawny and complicated and 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 uh, there were parts where you just like want to slap him, but then he touched you too. He had a, one of his final scenes, went, oh my Lord, I've been there. I never <laughs> thought that I would, I would, I would care about that character that mm-hmm. you're really supposed to hate in a nice way. Right. And he he finds a new dimension in Tevia. He finds he finds extra layers of Tevia mm-hmm. and puts it there. And puts it there. And you know, and what's so beautiful is if you've listened to some of the other podcasts that I've done, I've had uh, conversations with some of his co-stars. Right. Like Alex Corey who plays Yenta. Hilarious. Really? She's hilarious. Oh, she's wonderful. She's so wonderful and such a wonder. And she's like, he is a mensch. That Danny (laughs) Bernstein's a mensch. And you know, the daughters, uh, uh, I think it's Sam. And so she was saying that um, he's the kind of actor that wipes your tears Uh, on stage. And it was just like, yeah. I know. Uh, I know. I mean, I feel bad because I don't want to say he's not going to win. But the beautiful part about Danny Burstein, and this is one of the things that I love about him, is that he totally gets all of this. He's like, I'm here because I want to work. I want the respect of my peers. I want to continue getting to do roles like this and having moments like this because of the work that I put in. And all of this other stuff is just gravy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know he want to win. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we want him uh, we to win. We want you to win. We want you to win so bad. I we want you do. to win so bad. Well, we got to hook him up with like a Soul Train Music Award or something. You know, <laughs> BET Honors, <laughs> Danny, Danny Burstein. <laughs> so here, here's just a little taste of Danny Burstein right now. And when we come back, we'll be talking about the best actress in a lead musical. If I were a rich man, yeah, 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 all day long I'd biddy biddy bum If I were a wealthy man I wouldn't have to work hard Lord who made the light 
lion and the lamb You decreed I should be what I am Would it spoil some vast eternal plan If I were 